Hey guys, welcome to the number 165 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I'm Chase Coburn. Today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Today we are going to be recapping the Wizards Warriors game and previewing the Wizards vs. Bulls game. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do subscribe, follow, share, and you more certainly view here. Have not got too many views recently, but we are going to pick that up. And we have actually been all, a little bit more of the uptrend. So that is obviously a great take here. Let's get into this right now. I have so much to break down, starting with this Wizards Warriors recap. and something that I loved. The Wizards led the whole game. The Warriors never led. They never led. The Wizards, Rui Hachimura, made that first three-pointer, and they never went down. They had some ties every now and then, especially, you know, toward the beginning of the game. And then, honestly, they had that one stretch, you know, beginning of the second quarter, um, late first quarter. That, that was not a good stretch. But the Wizards were able to push through it. And it's not too impressive since Curry was out, but this is still a big win for the Wizards, um, you know. Yes, Jordan Poole had a good game, but he was really going to have to be the guy who could step up. Clay Thompson had a good game. Andrew Wiggins had a good game. But besides that, nothing much. I mean, Otto Porter was good, but not too many players stepped up. Like, you can't have your starting power forward put up four points, minus 17, and not make a shot. Like, he, he just made free throws. Like, you can't have uh, your guy not make – you can't have your starting power forward not make a field goal and not do anything else. So, the Wizards, I think, did a good job on defense. We're going to get into that. The Wizards, over the last two games, have played amazing defense. And I, I think they should give themselves themselves props for that. But, I mean, Corey Kispert, just a, a round of applause to Corey Kispert because Corey Kispert is doing something I did not think he will do. And it talked about this Russell Lancer Jr. development. He has developed Corey Kisper. 25 points, 3 assists, 1 rebound, plus 16. Broke Bradley Beal's uh, rookie 3-point record for the Wizards. Uh, most 3-pointers made for a rookie in the season for a Wizard. He broke that record. Easily the Wizards' best player in this game. He would make shot after shot because Porzingis was not. Porzingis shot inefficient. He was able to get points on the board. He was able to make a good overall impact, playing good defense, getting rebounds, getting assists. He did a really good job, but when they double-teamed, kicking it out to guys like Kispert, Hachimura, Avdia, those guys from three, he did a great job of kicking that out. So that's a positive, but when you're, when your big guy shooting 6 of 21, you know, someone's going to have to step up and shoot well. And when you got Corey Kisper shooting 75% for the field and you got him also shooting uh, 66.67%, or, you know, two-thirds, making uh, two-thirds of his shots, uh, it's very promising, you know, and, and something we really need, they really need to build off. Denny Ogden, another good game, 75% from downtown. Daniel Gafford, also a good game off the bench. Two blocks, he was really playing great defense, really shutting down Kevon Looney as that the that bench unit for the Warriors really wasn't able to do much in the pin. And, you know, it's interesting because you see guys on the bench, Isaiah Todd, Jordan Scahell, um, uh, I think it's Jordan Shaquel, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it, and Cassius Winston. And then you also see who's not playing, and you see Thomas Bryant Helmet. This is an inter- interesting decision from Coach Wesleyan Jr. Do I agree with it? Absolutely. I agree with not playing those guys. If you're not going to come up and step up, it looks like the Wizards won't make the playoffs, but all you need to do is win. Like, if you win whatever amount of games you have left for the season, you are going to make the playoffs. That That is almost a fact. 
And so if you're not being if you're not putting in the effort as much and you're not playing that well to win, then coaches are gonna play it. And Thomas Bryan, Howell Neto, they haven't done much when they do play. And I think Ish Smith and Tomas Sadaransky are good enough guards. And I think Gafford and Porzingis are good enough bigs. And and you know, and then also Anthony Gill. Anthony Gill has been playing amazing. Nine points, eight rebounds, three assists, and two blocks in this game. He's playing great defense. He he, he always is having a good plus minus because he's always making the better impact for the team. I think personally that the Wizards are better with a shorter rotation because having to get it to more players, they can't let that they, these high players shine. And Kadavis Caldwell Pope, I don't even talk about him a lot because he's you know he's not a young guy, but he played great. Twenty two points. He did not miss a shot. Yeah, you heard me correctly. He didn't miss a shot. Two blocks of steal. Real amazing defense also. Eight blocks. Eight blocks in this game. Raise your hand when you remember the Wizards putting up eight blocks in the game. Besides us. I don't see a lot of hands. I don't see a lot of hands. I'm still trying to find. I don't see a lot of hands. Five steals and eight blocks total. That's unbelievable. And shooting 57% from three. The Wizards are improving on categories that they have struggled at so many times this season. And I think it's only the sign of progression. I think West Elster Jr. has really looked at this team and said, okay, we need to adjust. And it might be too little too late because uh, they're, we're, we're currently five and a half games behind. But why don't you just win? You know, we're five and a half games behind the 10th seed. I say we as the Wizards. But if they just continue to win, then they're going to get in. And, you know, you got big games against the Hawks. You got big games against the Hornets. If you could win those big games, plus winning big games tonight, like big games like tonight against Chicago, which we're going to get into that. I think definitely it will be a competitive game right there. If you could win these games, continue to put up consistent numbers, you're going to win the basketball game. You know, so, I mean, you're going to win basketball games. You're going to make the playoffs. And so... That is the ideal scenario right now. And we're going to preview that Wizards-Bulls game right now because there's so much to break down in that game. But before we do so, we do need to recap the fantasy points. I had Christoph Sporzingis getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. He got 35. I had Clay Thompson getting 55, 50 to 55 fantasy points. He got 39. I had Andrew Riggins getting 30 to 35 fantasy points. He got 22. And I had Daniel Gaffer getting 30 to 35 fantasy points. He got 29. I did below average. I am correct on that prediction. I'm currently 40 and 34. I wanted to go 50 and 32. Not the best. Not the best. However, 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 there are positives here, guys. I could be close. I, I could be close. So, um... That that's pretty good. I've done pretty good in predicting, considering how I've had some bad stretches. Definitely good. By the way, before we do get into this preview, first of all, love the 2022-2023 city jerseys for the Wizards. The the Blossom City jerseys. To be completely honest, Bloom City jerseys. Excuse me. I'm going to buy one of those. Like no joke. Next season, I'm going to buy one of those. I don't know if it's going to be uh because I'm getting a I have Beal jersey. I'm getting a uh, I am getting a Porzingis jersey. Maybe I could get like a Rui Hachimura jersey or, you know, a, a Kuzma jersey, something like that. So, um, so yeah, maybe I will. But, yeah, definitely cool jerseys, and I give the Wizards a lot of props. Easily one of the best jerseys out there. I love the, these jerseys. The injury report. For the Chicago Bulls, Zach Levine is questionable, but it does look like he will be playing. Alex Caruso is probable, and Lonzo Ball is out. For the Wizards, Kyle Kuzma is still out. Vernon Carey is out, and Beal is still out. For the Wizards, the probable starters, again, no Howell Leno most likely. Tomas Sadoransky will get that starting point guard spot, along with Corey, uh, and other starting spots will be Corey Kisper, Katavius Cuddle, Pope, Ruby Hachimura, and Christoph Sporzingis. For Chicago, 
I owe to some new, the second round pick rookie, you know, which March Madness right now. And, you know, he, he had a very good Illinois team last year. Maybe they're giving him, you know, some happiness there, you know, during March Madness, you know, he had a great college career. Now he's having a good NBA career as he is starting for the Bulls. For, uh, also for the Bulls, with Alex Russo, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic starting. And it still seems so weird to see DeMar DeRozan as a, uh, as a starting power forward. But, hey, that's all the Bulls are playing them this year, and he's having the probably the best year of his career. So, yeah, it's working. But will it work for this game? No. The Wizards will win. Woo! 113 to 111. Starting off with my Coburn's catch, I think the Wizards will win because of their three-point defense. One of Chicago's biggest strengths is three-point shooting. The Wizards have allowed their opponent to shoot 24.2% from three in their last two games. Not shockingly, those games ended up in wins. Those teams are also decent outside shooting teams. Those two teams have an average of 34.2% from three percentage. That is not terrible. The Bulls are also attempting 86.8 shots per game, 29.1 or 33.5% of them are threes. The Bulls are also sinking 37% of their three-point shots. So with that area of the game removed from Chicago's game, it forces the Bulls to drive to the paint with an injured Zach Levine and an injury in his knee and have to get by Christoph Porzingis and Daniel Gafford's rim-protecting ability in the paint. The Wizards will win in will win in a somewhat high-scoring game, but not because of offense, because of their defense. Moving on to spread time, Wizards plus 4.5, Bulls minus 4.5, over under 223.5. I would pick the over, just barely. I do have 225 points in my game, and I would pick the Wizards. My spread, I would have Wizards plus 1, Bulls minus 1, over under 223.5. Same over under, I would pick the over, just barely, and I would pick the Wizards. Moving on to fantasy outlook, I have DeMar DeRozan getting 55 to 60 fantasy points. I have Christoph Sporzingas getting 40 to 50 fantasy points. I have Zach Levine getting 35 to 40 fantasy points. And I have Tomas Sadoransky getting 25 to 30 fantasy points. I know he is injured, and I do think his game will definitely be decreased, but Zach Levine is still an amazing player, so he will definitely find a way to get his points, his fantasy points. You know, to be honest, I hope he does not have great fantasy points because I'm in my fantasy basketball championship. Congratulations to me. And right now I'm already losing big after one day because I forgot to put Gary Trent in my lineup yesterday. So, yeah, definitely a bummer. So, if Zach Levine, if you could just be quiet tonight, good for the Wizards, good for my fantasy team. Thanks. And I have Tomas Sadoransky getting 25 to 30 fantasy points, as I also stated. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I'm going to give this percentage a period. I did ESPN giving the Wizards a 57.3% chance of winning is okay. While I have the Bulls favored, I think the Wizards have a great chance to win this game, and they will, due to Zach Levine's injury and the way Chicago has been playing recently. This percentage gets a period. And going back to that, you know, uh, you know, the, the Bulls won their first two games against the Wizards, but they were a much better team than they were literally the top team in the Eastern Conference seeding-wise. They have definitely decreased since then. They have played worse since then. And I think the Wizards are have also improved in a bunch of different categories since then. So this game will definitely be much closer. Last but not least, DeMar DeRozan will be the best player on the floor tonight. He has averaged 22.7 rebounds and 6.5 assists in two games against the Wizards this season. He has also shot 57% from three. One of those shots was a buzzer beater to beat the Wizards on New Year's Day night. He is now also an easy number one option for Chicago, where Levine's play most likely decreased due to a knee injury. DeRozan will be the who ya got player of the game with a stat line that looks like 32 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, and 50% field goal shooting you know i was talking about that buzzer beater three that still stings that is one of the more disappointing losses of the season because of that buzzer beater 
We're gonna get revenge on you, DeRozan tonight. Let's go! I have the Wizards winning. Hope you guys did enjoy. Subscribe, did subscribe, follow, share, and view. Enjoy the game tonight. Let's go, Wizards! And of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.